Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm sorry I screamed. Hello and welcome to another episode of The V-Single Podcast. I am your host, Allison Stevenson, a comedian, writer, and full-time single person, for better or worse. Uh, very excited to be talking to you today. I, um, I'm going to start. With some personal updates, my love life, what's going on with me? You know, we talked about Rust Out last episode, and it really spoke to me. I mean, I don't know if I exactly agree with a, the term being so special and separate from just, like, what dating is. I guess I understand that it's about the minutia of dating, and there's, like, now this term to encapsulate, I guess, the feeling of being available and not finding anyone to be available for. I guess that's what it's about. And, you know, it's different from burnout, rust out. It, it means you're not quite given up yet, but you're close. <laughs> um, and I definitely, I think what I've been talking about lately in terms of like where's the spark where's the romantic attraction where's the excitement that's rust out for sure that's gotta be rust out and I'm trying to force myself to like crawl out of it I'm really putting myself out there more and I did go on a date recently and believe it or not it wasn't awful and that's a huge improvement. That's a big improvement for me. It was actually like nice and pleasant. Uh, he was a really nice guy. You know, I I don't think it was a match made in heaven. Like I would be open to hanging out with him again. But I'm not like, wow, like this guy is totally for me. But, you know, he was funny and charming and we like, definitely had back and forth you know it wasn't like pulling teeth to like get some interesting conversation out of him uh, and you know he he seemed like a nice guy and I'm actually you know I'm pleasantly surprised because I was not expecting it to go as well as it did uh I think you know I said to him he like drove me home which was very nice and I was like I'd be down to hang out again and you know he was like yeah let's do it or whatever but it didn't seem like he was I, I didn't get the vibe that he was like hell yeah we must see each other again we must hang out again um so we'll see how that goes and I you know again me too I wasn't like hell yeah I really want to hang out with you again um but I'm open for it if he's down but I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like hey what are we doing uh, how about this week um I did invite him to my comedy show. Let's let's see if he shows up. Uh, but he probably won't. Um, so yeah. But you know. I'm feeling good about it. Purely because. It didn't suck. He was nice. And it made me hopeful for future dates with other people. You know. I don't think we're a match made in heaven. I'm open to exploring it further. Maybe a second date. Just to know for sure. But. Uh, if we don't, it's not the end of the world for me. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good place to be in. I feel like that's very, uh, 
a very relie- a relieving place to be with dating where it's like there's not a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of, you know, it's take it or leave it and it's not the end of the world if a guy doesn't text you. It's not the end of the world if the date sucked. It's just, okay, you know. Um, I kind of like being in this like, okay, sure, yeah. But not in a depressing way, not in a rust out way. In like, a, I'm going to be fine no matter what. So, you know, from a, from a more of like a confidence place, if that makes sense. So that's my little update. I, I went on a date, wasn't bad, and I'm happy about that. Um, and I'm really like putting more effort into the dating apps, like matching with more people, forcing myself to have more small talk with people. There's a few, there's like maybe one or two more people that I'm like, yes, we're probably going to hang out. Um, so that's good. And you know, we'll see what happens. We shall see. Um, I'm going to move on to a question that I got, um, And this wasn't like a written in question. This was just, I was talking to a friend and they asked me some questions and I was like, you know what, maybe that's something to talk about on the podcast because uh, this friend of mine recently moved into an apartment by herself and, you know, we were talking about the living alone life and she, you know, inquired because I've been doing it for a few years now. She said, you know, what, what do you, you know, how do you prevent yourself from feeling like lonely? Because she's saying she's feeling a lot lonelier than she thought she would. And um, I, I think that's very normal and it's very real. And I do experience it myself. You know, if you're home alone for longer than a day and two days even, you, you get lonely. You're not talking to anybody. You're not, you know, um, it can be maddening. And there are moments that you want to share with someone. You make a meal and you want somebody to have that meal with you, you know, things like that. You know, yeah. Living alone can really exacerbate feelings of loneliness, but I love living alone. I think it's really fun. And I guess I can share, I can impart the things that I do in living alone that helps me feel, for the most part, very happy to be alone in my space. Um, I have a studio apartment. It's pretty damn tiny. But I think thing number one, and this is something that's so special about having your own space, you can make it look however the hell you want it to look. You can put a bunch of random shit that you love. You don't have to worry about another person's design sense, another person's, you know, how they decorate or whatever. So you can just go all out and put stuff in there, you know? Don't I I personally hate minimalism. I'm a maximalist. But I love having just like a bunch of shit, you know, not like hoarder status, but Put the put shit all over the walls, you know. Get a lot of nice art that's fun for you to look at. Get find unique things at thrift stores. I I, I always find random dumb figurines, little tchotchkes that I love, and I'm like, I'm gonna find a place for this. This is gonna go somewhere, and really make it a visually pleasing space where you're just, it's very you, and it speaks to your aesthetic and your interests, visual things that you like to look at. Every time I look at my apartment, I think, you know. Oh, my apartment's really cute. I love being in this space. Have a bed. Have a couch. Have a dining table. Have things that aren't necessarily just for you, even though it's your space. Invite people over. You have space for people. If they come over, they have somewhere to sit and hang out. That's one part. Another thing is food. <laughs> I this is going to make sense. I I have a stocked fridge. I have a stocked pantry and I invest in making nice meals for myself. I cook for myself. I treat myself. I try new recipes. Do these things even if it's just for yourself, even if no one comes over to enjoy it with you have staples. 
I nothing makes me more annoyed. But maybe that's not the right. I just I I don't like seeing when people live alone and you open their fridge and there's just like, you know, some a few beers in there and I'm obviously talking more about dudes, but you know, just there's just like a few drinks in there and like one or two food items and you know, there's nothing in the pantry. They don't have snacks. Oh my god, buy snacks. Have snacks at the ready. This is your space. This is where you live. This is where you're supposed to be your most comfortable. Have things. Have ingredients for things. Have spices. Put things in the freezer. Get those frozen meals from Trader Joe's if you have to. But stock up the fridge and the pantry as much as you can. As much as you can afford to. And actually eat those things. Don't let them rot and go to waste. Don't order DoorDash every damn day. Don't. <laughs> Learn some basic cooking skills. But get an air fryer. Get a damn air fryer. For the love of God. Those are, those are just miracles for single people. I mean, couples too, whatever. Families, I don't know. But for single people, I feel like they were made for single people. I, I love my air fryer so much. My air fryer is, is slowly becoming, or quickly becoming, you know, one of, my, one of my prized possessions. You can just throw anything in there. It's ready in like 10 minutes. You can make a nice meal for one, two max, because they're already small. You know, it's, it's, it's literally designed for not for someone who doesn't need to heavily cook a bunch of food. Get an air fryer. Get some recipes. Make your space look and feel comfortable. Relish, relish the fact that you don't have anyone that you need to answer to. You can do whatever you want in your space and that's what makes it fun have a tv don't watch things from your laptop get yourself a damn tv if you're a tv watcher <laughs> like me i watch a lot of damn tv i guess what i'm trying to say is like don't put off things don't put off stuff because you're like well one day when i have a partner when i live in like a bigger place with my partner we'll get all this and this and this do it now Get it now. If you can afford it, if you can, get it. Don't delay stuff because then it makes you live in the present wanting more and not being fulfilled. Invest in all of the stuff that you want and then when the person comes along that you will one day live in, you'll figure out a way to make it work. Your worlds will combine. Or, you know, maybe you'll get a bigger TV then. You know, they'll chip in so you can afford it. You know, that, that kind of shit. Like, don't, don't look at living alone as temporary. You don't have to look at it as what, it, what it's going to be forever. If that's bleak to you. But it's where you're at right now and you want to enjoy the present as much as you can. So, look at it as... I'm making my life the best it can be for what it is right now. And it's just so important to love the space that you're in. Clean it. Regularly clean it. I used to not be a very clean person. Like, I was always such a messy person. Clothes all over the couch, all over the bed. You know, I, I didn't do my laundry regularly. I would be, you know... Just trying to scrub some clean on some trying to clean some underwear in the in the sink, you know. I used to be a messy person and living alone transformed me into a much more orderly, more organized person. And it helps a lot. It helps elevate your mood, it helps you feel more comfortable in your space. Clean that bitch up. Clean the fuck up. It takes not that long. Put some music on, you know? And candles. Nice smelling things. I like to light a candle, listen to some music, and chill, you know? Things smell good. I like them. I like my apartment to smell good. 
I'm not scrubbing the floors every day, but, you know, I'm at least keeping things organized and picking things up and putting things away in the closet, yada, yada. Change the bed regularly, okay? Again, maybe I'm. this is too, too much just about, like, a clean home, but these things help with mood. They help you feel better. It took me a long time to realize that. Even if they're, like, annoying to do, the end result, like, you will feel better. Trust me. And have a pet. If you like animals, I'm telling you, my baby, my doggy, my little Gigi, such a... I, I can't even explain to you. Like, I get why there's the stereotype now of, like, the crazy cat lady. You know what I'm saying? I get it. They're amazing little companions and they're so cute and they're just you know she motivates me my dog is my damn alarm clock now like my life has literally changed because of my dog I wake up every morning when my dog wakes me up to go on a walk and she needs the routine so I need to keep the routine for her I make sure she eats every day and that, you know, it'll remind me that I need to eat. Like, it actually really helps you be a functioning person to have a cute little creature to take care of who loves you and will help you feel better if you're feeling down literally by just staring at them. Sometimes I just watch her. I just look at her sleep and I'm like, oh, ah, okay, I feel good. It's amazing. Having pets is great. I hope you like animals. You should like animals. And dogs are top-notch. I've never had a cat, but cats are cool, too. I've had hamsters. Hamsters also adorable. Pretty easy to take care of, you know. Don't neglect them, please. And yeah, those are my living alone tips. Um, We're going to take a quick break. And after the break... I will be joined by my guest this week. Just a little heads up. I tried to fix it as much as I could, but there were a little bit of sound issues. Uh, I tried a new program that I'd never used before to record the audio, and I don't think I'll be using it again. But I did. That's why this episode is actually out a day late, because I spent a lot more time than I thought I would trying to clean it up as much as I can. So I it's it's listenable, but... There might be little glitches here and there. Pay it no mind. It's still a fun interview. I chat with Danielle Perez and you're you're going to love it. So stick around. We'll be right back after the break. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. we are back this week i'm joined by comedian actor superhero (laughs) danielle perez uh what it's spider-man across the universe across the spider-verse across the spider-verse it's a long it's a long title it's that's not really something built for a hashtag but marvel said fuck a hashtag we're marvel but that's so fucking cool i mean i've been seeing it all over twitter it's really exciting and instagram uh yeah the spider verse is blowing up and you're part of it thank you thank you it's pretty cool i'm your character huh sun spider sun spider i I was trying to remember the name sun spider i got my little spider on my nail i got my nails done for the premiere and they're they're orange and um shimmery but when i asked the woman to make a spider on it she was the anger in her eye like she was like i took time and energy to make something beautiful and you want me to destroy (laughs) that by putting a spider on it she was horrified she did a small one i was like no i need it bigger i mean she was (laughs) 
think I oh asked her to go with her firstborn child. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is not the art that I envisioned no, <laughs> when no. I set out to, to be an, a nail artist. Truly. Really. Uh, <laughs> well, that's really fucking cool. Congratulations on thank being you, a superhero. You. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> how, uh, how has it been like the reaction and all that how have you been feeling about it it's like really wild like people have been really like I see myself I'm like oh my god what like because the character um is like in the comic books and she has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome so she's like an ambulatory wheelchair user like sometimes she uses a manual wheelchair sometimes she uses arm crutches um when she sends spider, she uses arm crutches and like her web slingers like come out of her crutches. That's really cool. Whoa. So just a lot of messages from like a lot of people being like my child or like me, like, Oh my God, I, it's so cool to be a superhero. And it's like, Oh my God, like that's, I know it's pretty like, I'm, I feel like I'm it's huge, not a shitty comedian. Like, I think I'm funny, but like, you know, I, I'm pretty blue. I talk about pussy and dick and DUIs and drugs. Like, you know, I'm such a scumbag. It's like, people are like, oh, like, you know, it's like inspiring, but like in, in a good way and in a nice way, instead of like wholesome, wholesome. Yes. Wholesome. Get you a girl who can do both. I guess so. We contain multiple. Shoot up drugs in the bathroom and (laughs) right, (laughs) and then also use that bathroom for a quick change to be sun spider (laughs) to save the world. Yeah, right. (laughs) Imagine just like having to like you're like oh my god and like just knocking the dick out of your mouth and being like your spidey senses kick in and you have to go change or like (laughs) and there's a guy in the bathroom like what what. Oh man, I hate <laughs> like tries to make them be a good guy. They're like, I hate villainry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these villains are cock blocking me, man. Yeah. We gotta put a stop to the evil of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's get into you. Um no no no. What I mean to say is, how's your, what's your, yeah, career's great, everything's great. What about love life? How's oh. it going with dating, relationships? Dating, Uh-oh. I don't even know how you're supposed to date in Los Angeles. And I know, whack premise. But like. But it's true. Is it just truly the apps? And that yeah. is I don't know. so I don't know. depressing. Because, like, you know, disabled, fat, black, like, not really the top of people's lists in a swipe right, swipe left culture. (laughs) Right, right, right. But, like, it's, I just don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm, like, okay meeting someone in real life. But what happens when I meet anyone in real life? The only people that are, like, decent in real life right like you talk to them or like they're like nice or you know they're not immediately creepy always in a relationship always and it's like stop wasting my time it's like is it because you are protected by the fact or protected by the fact that you're in a relationship that it makes you like really okay just like having this like flirty nice energy because you're like, well, I have like I have a partner, so like you, they know that it won't go anywhere. But they're like eating up the attention. I feel like that's what it is, because they never. It's so because e- I have met people where they are like my girlfriend, my boyfriend, and it's like, okay, I got it, <laughs> understood, right? Yeah. But yeah. I went out and I was like at a bar. It was like around. It was about like you know. Uh, a little bit before last call so you know it's like getting to that time I'm chatting up this guy and you know he's like blah 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 (laughs) and I'm 
like a peanuts, like wah wah wah. I'm just kind of <laughs> like, he's cute, whatever. I don't really care. I'm like, uh uh uh. It's like, you know, you want to go back to my place? And he was like, uh uh. And I was like, oh, okay, like truly, like no, no worries. He's like, um, I kind of have a girlfriend, and I'm like, hmm. you knew that the entire time. You're in a yeah. bar late at night talking to a woman for over half an hour never once mentioned a girlfriend like and then he's like um but maybe you can get my number and like we can be friends and I'm like no 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 I don't need I don't want a friend I have friends (laughs) it was just like it was I was stunned I was just like the audacity. Like, that is... Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that is so much more upsetting to me than, like, any yeah. sort of, like, shitty message on, like, Tinder or Bumble or some shit. Because it's like, right. you fully used me. You know what I mean? And I didn't know I was being used. I know. It feels, like, incredibly deceptive. You knew yeah. what you were doing. Yeah. And also you're like monopolizing my time, taking up my time when like I could actually be like interacting with someone who's single and down. Yeah. Like they want the little ego boost for themselves mm-hmm. and they want to feel like, oh, I could if I wanted to. Right. But I was a good person and I didn't. Or they can like, you know, kind of get close to the line maybe. Yeah, it's shitty. I hate it. I know. I it's I hate it. It's a double-edged sword because I also really hate it when it's like one of the first things they say, but it's like oh, I know. necessary. It is. And it's it, like it's so I got it. Cool. But then it's like, all right, I know what's up. And then this you make will a only choice. Right? You make a choice and you're like, okay, got it. You know what I mean? It's like I can probably still talk to you, but it's like, okay do I actually want to talk to this person or do I want to like, you know, it's like, okay, I can there. We all understand where we're at. Yeah. Right. 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 There's no little glimmer of hope or Mm -hmm. maybe this is gonna. Yeah. 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 I get that. I don't know. I feel Um, like, and maybe it was just like, you know, in my twenties, I was like thinner and younger, (laughs) but I'm like too, are guys like trying to meet strangers out in public? Do you know what I mean? Like, is that culturally um, something yeah. like we're still trying to do? You know, it does feel like it's less of a thing. Cause like, I remember in my twenties and maybe it's like, you know, cause I'm not and stuff like that, but like we would go out trying to like, meet new people you know what I mean like oh I made friends with this person at this table and now we're all sitting do do you know what I mean it was like oh I'm meeting strangers and that I'm like kind of making friends that way and now maybe like they're part of a friend group or like beyond just like hooking up do you know what I mean kind of yes totally yeah I know exactly what you mean and you know I wonder because like you brought up Is it a thing that you just, or for some reason it's easier and it happens more when you're in your 20s and you're meeting other people in their 20s who are more like having that kind of energy? Yeah. I want to meet people or, you know? Yeah. Or is it like, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, the pandemic really like messed up Everyone's social skills were all very shell-shocked still. Right? But I don't know. Part of me is like... I know it's still, there's still a pandemic and, you know, but we're out of lockdown and I feel like everybody now kind of has the mentality of like, let's be active and do things and socialize. Right. Cigarettes are back. Martinis are back. Debauchery is in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then I do wonder, like, is there just like some residual, you know, fear of interacting that's kind of just has this like lasting effect. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's definitely there. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I like, it's like, do I know how to talk to 
people, <laughs> like, like a stranger, like even like my friends and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's fine if I'm like kind of weird, but like to an actual stranger, like sometimes I'm like, am I, is this too much? Am I not knowing how to actually be a person? Like, I don't, <laughs> it all just, it gets a little, yeah, I get a little anxious. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I relate to that. I understand that. It is, it's tough. It is tough. Especially when, you know, because like, I was in New York a few months ago. And I feel like it's so fun. It's like, it's like an architectural thing, too, I think. Like, I feel like the bars in LA are just not suited for socializing the way that like bars in New York and other cities are. Like, I think it's really like you walk into a bar and there's just like a bunch of booths and tables where everybody's just, okay, you came with your friend group and you're all just sitting at a table and there's no like. Yeah, New York you know, is definitely like, oh, we're all kind of focused in the middle in some way so that like everyone's like and able I really to think- like interact and yeah, it's kind of like a more <laughs> old school way of like dining and, and drinking. Yeah. I met so many strangers in New York at random bars. And even if like I just talked to them for like an hour and then never talked to them again, I was like, this is so much more interaction <laughs> than I will ever get at a Los Angeles bar. Oh, my God. It's the, this guy, I feel like he got like mad at me that I was like trying to like talk to him. I was like, you bought a dog to a bar. Like, that's on you. <laughs> like, your dog is cute. Your dog is well behaved. You cannot get like cranky and mad <laughs> that I like. It was like I was like interrupting him. I'm like from drinking alone and ignoring your dog. Like, sir, you are the one that brought your cute dog to the bar. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what this means. You right? know what you're really the dog putting means. it out there. Yeah. You can't be wearing that short skirt. <laughs> you knew what would happen <laughs> um okay wait but so you are on the apps um i don't know part of me was like maybe i'll give it another whirl i think they're just really emotionally exhausting it's a lot of work yeah. to oh, yeah send a bunch of messages or swipe through a bunch of profiles. It just feels like even if I quote unquote don't care, you know what I mean? Like trying not to invest myself. It's still like I'm reading these things I'm considering and then, you know, having to do the work of like text or message with a bunch of people hoping that they seem like not a psychopath or kind of interesting and then set up a date. It's like that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's it a is. lot. It's a lot of like work. It's a lot of like hoping. You know what I mean? It's a lot of like, oh, ma- this could be nice, and that would I would like that. You know, and no one likes right. to go from like, oh wow, imagine this possibility with like, let's say twenty suitors, and then. Slowly, they all start to <laughs> fade away. It's like, that's a bummer. I know. And it's it's tough, too, especially with, like, something like Tinder, where you don't know what that other person is on this platform for. And, and they don't really... Yeah. And that's, like, a thing that's, like, I think really frustrating because, like, I don't know if I... I'm like ready to date to like really have a relationship, honestly, but I do mm-hmm. want to get laid. <laughs> I'm like, I want oh, yeah. to fuck. So it's like, if I put that on my profile, it's like the worst of the worst come out. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, they really think that they can like talk to you in a certain way. And it's like, whoa, I truly like, it's all just like it just feels like everyone's really creepy where it's like I just want to make yes. sure you're like a respectful decent person 
Like that's li- and it's like I don't know why that's like so crazy for like men right. specifically to like kind of understand. It's like the coming at someone with like a crazy message about your massive cock and like how you're gonna make them squeal. It's like ah, literally, I only know your name. Like, <laughs> what is this? Stop. <laughs> and that you have a big cock now. <laughs> Apparently. But it is interesting that you like, yeah, because it's so hard to be like, I want to fuck around. I'm horny. I just want to have sex with people. Like for some reason, like for men, like a switch just happens where they're like, you're not a human. All they see is fuck, 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 fuck. fuck." Yeah. And you're like, you're not a human being anymore. Yeah. And it's like, you just ruined it because that's not the point. Like, yeah, still need you to be a decent human being and like treat me like a person too like i'm not yeah. suddenly just down to be like a fuck object for you yeah just, you know that's what they like have your way it's with. like crazy it it, it really is. and they're just hurting it's just you guys hurting their own chances really normal. frustrating i know nicole Byer like has like a bit in her like special about like female glory holes and i'm like honestly <laughs> <laughs> ready to put my pussy up against one and just like let something happen <laughs> just see what happens <laughs> no but I it's just yeah it's tricky the last time I was on uh, or last time I was kind of like I was like on Bumble and hmm. um, god this guy was like I'm like, I'm queer. And then he's like, I am too. And I was like, cool. And then like, he just started making these like really like disparaging comments about himself. Like, oh yeah, you're cool with me being queer. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I think you, Wait, I think that's a you problem. Like, I think like, I'm like, I'm fine with it. I don't care. But he, we made plans to go on a date the week after whatever. Still kept texting. Mm-hmm. It just, like, there were, like, after, it just got so red flaggy. He was, like, I'm having, like, issues at work. They're, like, screwing me out of payment. I'm, like, that sucks. Yikes. And then, um, you know, maybe a day or two later, somehow, like, a Netflix something came up. And he's, like, yeah, I worked there. It was cool until there was, like, an issue with payment. (laughs) I'm just like, is this a you thing? This seems like a you thing. Um, this is getting creepier and creepier. And he's really about his pay. I get it. You're about your payment, I guess, sir. Maybe it's you. And then <laughs> um, yeah. it was a thing of like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And like he had plans, but then like his friend flaked on him. And he's like, everyone in this town so flaky. And I'm just like... It is you, dude. It's you. Yeah. It's totally you. And I just like dropped off on the conversation after that. And then he yeah. was like, Oh, so you're a flake too. Like the messages got so aggressive and oh, so crazy. No. He tried calling me. I was like, and it was the kind of thing of like, I'm just gonna be cool on like the text like it wasn't even like we were super responding right back and forth to each other but it was like you know I had also told him it's like yeah I'm like working on some stuff whatever and then it like at first it was like he was sending like uh oh did I scare you memes like he's like doing the Homer Simpson meme or something like that and then it's like stop sending these memes and then wait, but you had not actually met him yet. No, I hadn't even met him. That's a thing. And then he's like, "Oh, so are we even going out? You can't even talk to me." Yeah, thanks for proving how flaky everyone. It's like you're a psycho. You're a psycho. And so I was like, I just, I can't. I can't. These guys are just. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And I think that on you know not I'll, I'll, not all men whatever but oh. in general i feel like they're less self-aware than we tend to be well they're just like culturally not they don't have to like analyze their like actions they yes. are never really put in right. a situation where they have to like reflect on like my behavior 
how did my behavior yeah. make other people feel? They never, they're just like in a state where that's, and I think like, you yeah. know, a whole Me Too movement and ideas of like consent and stuff like that, these conversations, they're like, what? I can't even hug a woman and that kind of, but it's like, truly we're asking you to consider someone else's feelings to like consider yes. how your yeah. actions might affect someone else. That's literally it. Yeah. Yeah. Some totally. self-awareness. Exactly. Like, just consider, you know, how this thing that you said might come across. Like, not even, you know, full on, but just like, yeah, what's the energy I'm putting out? Am I being too negative? Am I being too, like, I will reread texts that I send over and over. Oh, man. Well, I was going to say, I was going to suggest, have you ever or would you consider, um you know, if casual is kind of more what you're into, getting with guys who are in like ENM kind of situations, you know, like poly guys. Oh, or poly. Like yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like I okay. I just like watched like Queer Love Ultimatum. Queer Love. Uh, Have you yes. seen it? <laughs> yes. It's so messy. I'm obsessed with it. It's so wild. But like, it's just like, I don't know if I'm like, ready for like the amount of like, hearing people, you know, (laughs) I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to like, hear you understand you check in. It's like a lot of emotional work, I feel. I, but I mean more like if you were like if they had a primary already and yeah. you were like the other person, I wonder if that would be Would I have to like get on field? Is field like are you on are you on the apps? Are you on field? I am on field. I know you're doing the field show. Field. Yeah, that's like not something that I've like necessarily like like kind of thought like maybe this is like a route to go into, yeah. but I don't know, I could I'll download, well, I'll see. When I was like purely just like kind of in the same similar mind state of view of like I kind of just want to fuck and I don't really care to like be in a relationship or date date seriously. Mm-hmm. I got I was casually dating two different guys who had primary partners who were like in like ethically non-monogamous mm-hmm. relationships. And it was great because they were all they were boyfriends. So they knew how to be, like, respectful and cool and chill and, like, treat me like a human being, you know? Like, it was very, like, they were good guys. I don't know. Maybe I just got lucky. But, like, for me, that kind of, like, made me think, like, oh, yeah, this makes sense because they're... Yeah, they're, like, in a relationship. They're used to seeing their partner as a person. They're communicating enough. Like, there's enough emotional intelligence where, like, this is, like, okay, And they're also, like, in a place where, like, their emotional needs are getting met. Because I feel like a lot of times with guys, when you're in that, like, I want to fuck, but I don't want to be serious with you. But it's like, but they're also dumping all their emotional shit on you. It's like, just get therapist, babe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Get a therapist and jerk off. Like, Honestly, but another person does not need to be involved in this. If <laughs> it's a real solo activity, a lot of self work there you can yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep it solo, okay. Unless you're ready to actually be like a partner to someone. Yeah, don't expect them to be a partner to you, and you don't give it back. Your field experience gives me hope. I'm really excited now. Get on field. I'm telling you, I I recommend it. I think. There are, it's like a horny app, but for like elevated horny people. Got it. Yeah. I mean, you'll still get a lot of the like, oh, you know, yeah. like, oh, I want to put my dick in you, like kind of random, but that's every app. That's not just field, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but I I find that on field, there's a lot more people who are like respectful and like actually understand like, oh, this, we, I want to have mature sexual intimacy mm-hmm. with another person and, you know, I'll still be respectful and you know Tight. there'll be dignity <laughs> it won't oh, be yeah. just like, yeah they'll be right so <laughs> yeah definitely like the enm sort of in that world I'll, I'll give a shout out to that you know because i did like how nice these guys were when i was 
the only time a comedian will respectfully talk about the EN <laughs> ENR community. One of them, one of them I know <laughs> I'm the only comedian who will do it. <laughs> one of them even edited my comedy album. Oh, for real? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> I mean, these are true human beings treating others as human beings. I love that. I love it. And you don't even live in Portland. That's like truly incredible, yeah. Allison. <laughs> You really struck gold. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, well, yeah. Yeah. What else? <laughs> well, okay, so it is Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Are you I, I am, but I don't know how to, like, hit on women. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm like, women deserve like a good person. <laughs> I feel like such a dirt bag. Really? I've heard this from a lot of, of women who feel similarly. It's 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 more intimidating. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you like I maybe uh, I don't know, maybe similarly similarly to the way like men don't like see women as people. I'm like, I don't really see men as people, but I see women as people. <laughs> I want to be respectful of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get it. But well, it's like what we were saying too. Like men in general are kind of easier to read and get a sense of in the sense that like you know we've dealt with them for so long yeah just get it now yeah and like I just don't I guess like that's the thing it's like I'll meet like cool women but I like kind of don't know like oh are you just cool because you're a cool girl are you like cool because like you're kind of into me and I'm kind of into you I don't really know and I did a show, Hot Goss Comedy, and it was super fun, but it was, like, all, like, queer, lots of queer women and stuff, non-binary people, and, like, I think, like, what was, like, hard about that was, like, I can't tell who's dating who, if anyone who's single. Mm -hmm. I was, like, <laughs> I can't tell anything. Like, all of my, no, zero smitey <laughs> senses. <laughs> yeah. They were tingling too much. All right? Over the place. It's just like it tingled so much. They like it broke. And so, but I'm just yeah. like, but everyone's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. It's, it's messier or like not messier, but like it's more, it's yeah, not as black I just and white. Don't, I, guess, I feel like a, a ship without a moor. Or like, I don't really know yeah. how to like navigate it so much because like the women I've been with have been like very aggressive and like pursuing me and so and it's not that I do, not down to do the work but I don't I don't know <laughs> I mean it is it is nicer to be pursued like you know that's... Really, I know which was like such a I was like what you like me yeah <laughs> that's nice yeah that nice that felt really that was nice so I don't know. There's like I read um that there's like a few new like uh lesbian bars or like kind of queer owned like women bars in LA. One's called like Pink Grapefruit or like Ruby Red or something. I don't know. Something about a grapefruit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah, in Silver Lake. So I don't know. I'm gonna oh, go nice. there, gonna yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I think like I just kind of need to be doing more in like the queer femme space. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, spend more time physically in that space. Like so, there's like a totally. few like IG accounts that are like queer women LA kind of vibes. Like they'll just like post like kind of like stuff like more like community events. Like if someone like so there was a. A craft fair at like the Jewish community center that was like um like you know lesbian and queer vendors and stuff and so I was like okay cool you know and yeah. then they'll post like stuff about parties so I'm just like trying to do more of that stuff yeah I think that's a really good plan of action is to really like be at the things that are being held like go to the events yeah 
which is tough. It's harder than it sounds. Like I know. It's, like, really intimidating. I feel like the craft fair was, like, a good one because it was, like, okay, there's, like, I can look at things. <laughs> I can touch things. Yeah. I got my cards read. There's food. But, like, I, I missed Dyke Day last year, and then I missed it this year, and I kind of just mm-hmm. forgot. But it was so gloomy. Yeah. But I also feel like I, I, I think, like, my anxiety would have just been through the fucking roof. I would not have known what to do or how to behave. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. Baby steps. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. But I definitely, yeah, no, I commend you, like, yeah, at least trying, going to, like, an event here and there. Like, that's how you start. And then you meet people. And the more you meet people, like, they'll be back at those events, too. And, you you know, you can even coordinate. And it just grows from there. Yeah. But also, if you want to pursue me and you're queer, you can also do that. <laughs> yes. I'm so lazy. PSA, anybody listening. <laughs> Danielle is down to be pursued. <laughs> Hit her up. <laughs> I I really hope that happens, actually. Thank you. It's so, like, interesting. It's, like, for, like, women, it's, like, down to be pursued. I feel like men hear that. And they're, like, hunt for sport. Like, just. <laughs> yeah. Very different yeah. energies. And then you're, like, fuck, why did I say that? Why did I? <laughs> Why did I even? It's true. Again, it's like needing that just, you know, maybe it's like a Madonna whore complex kind of thing where men are more prone to having this complex where as soon as you assign like a sexual energy to someone, you only see them as like a sexual person Mm. and you forget that there's humanity to them and there's more than just sex and so certain keywords like come for me pursue me i want you to like you know like it just sparks their life yeah it just it like it's the switch (laughs) it's the switch of like oh she's horny and she wants me to like you know come after her and you know and then i'm just gonna be a I'm only going to speak horny to her and never have any other kind of conversation with her and she's going to love it because she's horny. (laughs) I'm going to speak horny to her. Yeah, no, it's like... (laughs) You know what I mean, though? Yeah, no, it's it's just like, I guess the thing that's so wild is like, does that ever work? Because like, you right it, the whole insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting right. different results so it's like are they just i mean must or like is sometimes working i wonder i i think it Who's might fucking for it up some for people. us <laughs> yeah I had a friend, a really good friend of mine, and he's, like, an attractive guy. He's, like, a cool dude. You know, he's not, like, a creep, basically. Yeah. But for a long time, his Tinder bio, and I even saw it, and I was like, whoa. It was just, like, and this was back in the day when, like, Tinder wasn't really regulated like it is now. Yeah, yeah. But it was just straight up, like, I just want to fuck or something like that. And then, like, he would match with a woman, and he would send her just, like, uh, come over right now let's fuck and he would just send that to every woman he w- matched with and i think like eventually one would be like okay what and he yeah and he would just hook up that's so like it's like no no i mean i truly don't know who this person is but it's like so wild because you're like he's attractive he's a cool dude but that's so creepy like it's so fucking creepy (laughs) it's like that's terrifying yeah i was like i didn't know that you were capable of i didn't know that you were this kind of guy like i had no idea but again madonna whore like very like you know like well you're my gal pal and so i you know i'm not gonna be like that to you so you will never know this side of me but then i see that side of him and i'm like whoa and he just straight straight at it just straight like let's fuck right now like Um, come over and 
I think it helped that he was attractive, but yeah, eventually someone would respond like, "Yeah, okay," and that's fine, you know. Hey, if yeah, it works, no, I mean, it if works, that's what but... they want, cool, cool, cool. Like, totally, you know, everyone's being a consenting adult. It's just like, wow, yeah. It 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 made me realize then why so many guys keep at it. Like it truly it's, is. I mean, if a it's just game. truly a numbers game, then it's like, yeah, the the minimal effort they're putting in to just kind of send the same message. It's like it pays off, I guess. Damn. Yeah. And me now, if I get a message like that, I'm like, okay, I know what you're doing. Like, yeah, I fully am like, okay, I message one or three or four or five of the day that's just copy paste come over you know (laughs) c-u-m squirt squirt (laughs) over yeah (laughs) wow okay an artist (laughs) a real sensitive type yeah right right a poet (laughs) it's so yeah yeah it's if any men are listening to this just like being horny is okay there's nothing wrong with being horny but like be chill about it really that's just it it's like i'm not like running around like rubbing like my pussy and my tits on like bar stools (laughs) and like every person like it's just we're horny but like just yeah be chill about it just be chill yeah 100 percent. i'm horny a lot of the day but i'm still being cool about it i'm not I'm not like, who can I text right now at 12 p.m. on a Wednesday? You know, like. <laughs> it is it is interesting. It's it's You got to text someone on the weird. East Coast because it's 3 p.m. there. Yeah. <laughs> a much more suitable. Yeah, yeah, much yeah. more suitable time. <laughs> That's the thing, too. I don't even care if I get a dick pic. Like, I don't get turned on by dick pics. It's like. There's not a lot a man can do for me in that world of, like, just texting, sexting. Like, I don't really get turned on by sexts that much. Well, sometimes, but. I like, well, I like sexting. I like the real thing more. But sexting is, like, fun. You know what? I guess, like, I like sexting because, like, your imagination I was a real uh, lit erotica girl in, when I was first mm. using the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reading okay. erotic stories and stuff like that. Um, so, like, I feel like my imagination has to be, or, you know what I mean? That has to, to yeah. be firing. Yeah. That's interesting. I feel like that's a thing that I missed. I never got into the whole erotic fiction erotica like kind of thing but i i see it a lot well a lot of women that was like i mean like original like fan fiction or slash fiction is like basically taking characters from like stuff that you like and like basically writing like dirty like sex like scenarios with them (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god i like found one it was like Trent and Daria. <laughs> oh, I would read that. I would read that. It was like a multi-part one. Disney World was involved. It was like very wild. But I was like, why would these characters be going to Disney World? But Trent and Daria did get it on. And then Daria and Jane got it on. Wow. And then Quinn and Trent. It was really, it was, again, a multi-part. There were volumes. Okay. <laughs> Did it turn you on? Oh yeah, totally. I was into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. because it was like all like I mean, it's like replaced like the character names with like Mulder and Scully or like, you know, hot person yeah. A, hot person B. But because like we're taking characters that I at least already like I know. And like, oh, I know this type of person. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like imagining them in these other scenarios. It was, I mean, that's like <laughs> what Twilight is, right? It's like basically like fan fiction. 
<laughs> true. True. Danielle, thank you so much. Allison, thank chatting. you. Uh, but yeah, where where can people find you? What's your ats yeah. and all that? Find me at Diva Deluxe, no E at the end, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, still on that hellscape. I don't know why. They took away my blue check, but I'm yeah. still here. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, in Los Angeles performing comedy. And if you want me to do your show, hit me up in the DMs. Yes. And uh, yeah, that'd be dope. Also, go see Spider-Man in the movie theaters. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Spider-Man in theaters right now. Danielle, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate awesome. it. And yeah, that's been the V Single Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week. And if you'd like to write to us, please do. The email is vsinglepodcast at gmail.com. And that's all for now. Goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.